0: You can catch Ask Warty live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at AskWardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi everyone, welcome to Ask Warty. You know what this is? Stevia. It's a sweet tasting herb that's very concentrated, put into a powder or liquid form, and the idea is Can you sweeten your desserts with only stevia? It has no calories, very sweet, will it work? Well, the answer is yes and no, and we're going to talk about that in a bit. I want to welcome you all to Ask Wardy. This is the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking, and I'm thrilled you're here. If you're live with me on Facebook, Danielle is there in the comments pasting links. If you're watching this now while we're live or later, The transcript is ready for you at AskWardy.tv. Look for episode 106. You'll get all the information that I'm sharing, plus the links. Today's question comes from Christy S. She says, my main question about Trim Healthy Mama is regarding baking. What do I need to do for sweeteners? Can I do almost everything with just stevia, or do I need something else? Well, Christy, it's a great question, as I alluded to before. Uh, Stevia is a sweet herb. has a concentrated sweet flavor. Uh, No calories though. Can you use it for all your baking? Yes you can but the answer is also no because it can be tricky and there's two issues with that. One is It's so concentrated you use just a little bit, a little goes a long way. So recipes where it requires sugar, not only as a sweet taste, but as bulk, you may have difficulty. The other thing is that you gotta get it right. If you get just a smidge too much or a smidge too little, you don't have good results. So even every drop counts. I have four tips to share with you today to make a success of using Stevia in your baking. Stevia is my sweetener of choice, and we use it in our home for nearly all our sweetened foods, from smoothies and sauces to cheesecakes, um, no bakes, other desserts, did I say smoothies? Stevia works great because it has a sweet taste with no calories. We keep our sugar low, in fact, almost zero, so Stevia works great for that. Now, a lot of Trim Healthy Mama recipes and Um, like keto recipes. They're having you use a blend of erythritol and stevia or erythritol or stevia and that's definitely an option and we do occasionally use that in occasional treats. I have a whole Ask Warty where I tackled that topic is erythritol um, healthy xylitol is another uh, sugar alcohol like erythritol so I'm going to refer you to that for more information about erythritol xylitol. It's related but today we're going to discuss stevia in particular. My favorite brand that I have here to show you is Sweet Leaf. So I've got a couple different forms, liquid, powder, and even um, convenient little, um, what would you call them, tabs that you can put into a beverage. Uh, And just a little plug to come back next week because next week I'm going to talk about the differences between these and their usages. Christy. Baking with stevia is not just a matter of subbing it. It's way too concentrated. If you had a recipe that calls for one cup of sugar, you can't just throw in one cup of stevia. It's way too concentrated for that. So here are the four steps that I'm gonna go through for how to successfully use stevia in your baking so that one, the results are great, and two, it tastes great too. So tip number one here is to don't use stevia exclusively in recipes that need whole sweetener for bulk. So it doesn't mean you can't use a little bit of stevia, but you don't want to use stevia exclusively, which is the topic of today's discussion. Think about this. If you've ever made homemade candy or homemade caramel before, you are boiling a sugar syrup to evaporate water for a certain number of minutes to get to hard candy or soft candy stage. Well, sugar is required there for the functionality of making that candy. So, stevia doesn't work in a recipe like that. So that's what you have to consider are the types of recipes that require sugar to make them work, and candy is a prime example. You wouldn't be able to sub stevia exclusively. So that was tip number one. Tip number two, do use stevia in recipes where all that's required is a sweet taste. I gave you a list of those before. There are things like smoothies and sauces, even cheesecake where you're just, I do it all the time, I just use stevia in cheesecake instead of sugar. Um, you have no baked cookies. You can swap your sugar for stevia and you're good to go. Now, I'm gonna, talk next about the substitution ratio because it's not just a one cup of sugar one cup of stevia okay so let's go into tip number three which is you want to start with less and then add more stevia is very concentrated sweet tasting herb a little goes a long way and if you get it wrong this is what i was telling at the top of the hour where the answer is yes and no well, here's where the no comes in, because if you get it wrong, your results just won't be good. Let me show you. This is a one cup measure. This is a quarter teaspoon measure. That is the difference in sweet, sweet taste concentration between sugar and stevia. One cup of sugar is the equivalent to a rounded or even, depending on your taste preference, quarter teaspoon of stevia. Powdered stevia, by the way. Another example, if you were doing a beverage and using liquid stevia, well one drop could tip you over the edge from perfectly sweet to way too sweet, you don't even want to drink it. So that's why it's important when you're doing your recipes to start with less because you can always add more to adjust the taste. And I'm going to add something else here. It's not only just start with less and then add more, but you want to start with less and you want to add tiny little bits and work your way up because, like I said, one drop can make the difference to where you would have enjoyed the dessert but you don't anymore. That's how concentrated stevia is. I gave you the one general guideline for substituting. One cup sugar, rounded quarter teaspoon of powdered stevia, Here's the powder to show you it. Again, we'll talk next week about the different forms of stevia, but it's just a fine white powder. If you are using liquid stevia, like is in this dropper here, then um, your one cup of sugar is one teaspoon of liquid stevia extract. And by the way, I have instructions um, with the show notes, askwardy.tv 106. I have instructions if you didn't want to purchase stevia for you to make your own liquid extract. And I also have more substitutions spelled out than the one I just gave you. I told you one cup sugar is a quarter teaspoon rounded powdered stevia. Well, what if it's other sugars? So I'm generally talking about white sugar, but what if it's coconut sugar or rapadura or evaporated cane juice? And all of those are like considered less refined, more natural sweeteners? Well, the rule is about the same and you wanna go by taste. This is so concentrated, start with less, add up, that you're gonna find the sweet spot for you. So generally the substitution follows. Conventional recipes I find are about twice as sweet as my taste buds like anymore. So if I'm taking a standard American diet recipe and making it with whole foods and using Stevia in my kitchen, I will typically if it called for two cups of sugar I'll say well probably one cup would be what we want and then I will sub accordingly so these are general substitutions you're gonna to have to play with it one thing I can tell you for sure is that honey is um, has a more sweet taste than sugar so for one cup of sugar you'd use three-quarter cup of honey so if the recipe calls for a honey um, got to factor that in because it's sweeter than sugar okay and so you can follow all the guidelines that i have for you at the show notes ask episode 106. okay my fourth tip is use tried and true recipes and i have a link for you at the show notes to 17 tried and true stevia sweetened recipes uh, you're going to love them there's a whole host of wonderful dessert recipes that you will enjoy, and I'm suggesting this for two, re- two reasons. First of all, you're going to be likely to be more successful if you start with somebody else's recipe where they've worked through all the kinks. They've got the, they may even have a brand recommendation of Stevia for you that works well. Brands are a little bit different. They're going to have the amount worked out for you. So the first, thing it, the first reason there is really to, to ensure a good result most likely a good result. The second is that you learn so much from trying recipes where people have figured out the kinks. And stevia being so particular and kind of odd an ingredient compared to the other kind of baking we've done all our lives, you're going to learn a lot about its use and the amounts and how it behaves and all of that. So I really would suggest if you're brand new to stevia, and baking with it that you start with tried-and-true recipes and again we've got 17 of them ready for you at ask40.tv. Okay, so I opened up the episode sharing Christy's question and she started out with she's looking into Trim Healthy Mama and wanted to know like what sweetener she could use. So you may have a question about Trim Healthy Mama so I'm going to give you like the two two-minute answer. Well Trim Healthy Mama is a diet plan that um, helped me lose more than 30 pounds in one year by just being pretty smart or strategic about what foods I ate when. I ate all traditional foods, but um, I combined them in different ways for meals and snacks, different ways than we would normally. It was very satisfying and it was very, very helpful. It really worked. As I said, lost m- more than 30 pounds in a year. So I put together a meal plan that features the same kind of traditional foods that I ate, for that year and that I still eat uh, to this day. This was several years ago. And you can get that if you follow the link with this episode at askwarty.tv, episode 106, or just look for the link below with this video. I also have a whole bunch more posts if you'd like more information about it. Uh, The story of how I lost more than 30 pounds in a year. I've got a baker's dozen of tips. So that's 13 tips of how to do Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods. Um, If I was starting Trim Healthy Mama all over again, this is what I would do differently. And finally 19 foods and they're traditional foods that you need in your kitchen. Um, to do Trim Healthy Mama the traditional food way. So check out those links if you want more information. So that's a wrap everyone. That is how to use stevia exclusively in your desserts. And come back next week because we're going to talk about the forms of stevia and how to evaluate which you want to use in your kitchen for which desserts. And also consider the idea of health, which one is healthiest for you. Thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate it. It's always fun to chat. God bless you and I'll see you again in a week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWarty or send an email to warty at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop,